Thank you for joining the Pioneer Library System. My name is Miss Roxanne, and today I am joined by Miss Kim. Hello. On today's episode of Folk Tales with Friends, we will get to know Miss Kim from the Norman Central Library, and she'll share a folktale. Folktales celebrate diversity. By experiencing stories from different cultures, you can discover valuable insights about another culture's values, beliefs, history, practices, and customs. Before we get started, let's get to know Miss Kim with a few questions. Are you ready? No. <clears throat> what was the best thing before Sliced bread. The best thing before sliced bread. When was sliced bread? Hundreds of years ago. Hundreds of years ago. Let's just say 200 years ago. I would say people riding on horseback. Hmm. Yeah. I would love to ride horseback everywhere. That would be nice. You don't have to, I mean, you do have to feed them and give them some water, but you know. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I see nothing wrong with that. Low maintenance, really. They're awesome. They can be your friends. Yeah, I like that answer. And, and before riding on horses, I would say T-Rexes. T-Rexes. Uh, I Those don't know. Those were definitely before sliced bread. I'm kind of uncomfortable around roosters, which I understand are descendants of dinosaurs. They are, So I don't yes. think I'd be too comfortable around dinosaurs, honestly. But that doesn't mean they're not awesome. True. True. Okay. If you could know the absolute and total truth to one question... What question would you ask? Which came first, the chicken or the egg? (laughs) Good one. That transitioned really well, actually. (laughs) Okay. Um, Where in the nursery rhyme does it say that Humpty Dumpty is an egg? It doesn't, does Hmm. it? Humpty Dumpty egg. I don't, I don't think it does, does it? Could be anything. So with that in mind, what might Humpty Dumpty be if not an egg? Um, the fall of the patriarchy? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Okay. Next question. If you had to live in any literary universe, which one would you choose? That's easy. Sal and Gabby break the universe. And then Sal and Gabby fix the universe. Well, you kind of do a a super quick book talk on the first one. Um, The first one is, uh, well, first this is by Hernandez. And it's called Sal and Gabby break the universe. And it, I don't really want to give away anything in it, but Mm -hmm. it is a fantasy. But there is a little bit of a science fiction-ness to it. And it's, uh, it has some magic. It has science. It has friendship. And it has the breaking of the universe. Um, and the thing I love about it the most is that you will love every single character in this book, which is why I want to live there. Because I want to know Sal, and I want to know Gabby, and I want to know everybody that they know, and I love the book. Yes. I would love the empanadas mentioned in the book as well. Yes. Yes. And it was recommended to me by one of the librarians who works here, 
Oh, she sounds very attractive and intelligent. She is yeah. both of those things. Yeah. She yeah. is you. Yeah. And <laughs> um, what? <laughs> okay. What is the coolest place you've ever been to? The coolest place I've ever been to other than the library? Yes. Um, probably Vietnam. Um, yeah, just the entire country of Vietnam. So is it mountainous? I mean, what? what how depends. would you describe it? Well, they're, they're, it's a diverse landscape Ooh. because uh, you can go up into the mountains. Uh, like Sapa is up in the mountains, and it is chilly up there. Um, and uh, there's it. they don't speak the same language as you might speak in Vietnam. Oh. I mean, in, down in Saigon. Sorry, mm-hmm. Vietnam. And down in Saigon. Um, but... Uh, it's quite hot and humid when I was there yeah. um, in Saigon and, and uh, in Hanoi were both sort of hot. But there are also um, rocky mountains and not like oh. our rocky mountains, but yeah. oh, wow, water and beaches and yeah. Is there any weird food eaten there? Because from what I understand, in some countries, there's like fresh camel served at restaurants. So is there anything particularly strange that's served there? I'm sure there is, but I mean it's I guess it's your definition of strange. Yeah, because, I guess. Yeah. I mean that it's strange to whose palate? Strange. It's not strange to to my palate. I mm-hmm. ate I mean I I'm vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's sort of limited in my palate, but I do eat fish and shrimp and mm-hmm. other seafood. Mm-hmm. So I ate a lot of that and it was really everything was really delicious that I had. Hmm. So I think Mexico is a beautiful country, and I've been there several times. And one time I was served blood clot tacos, and I thought that was simultaneously strange and disgusting. Yeah, there are some fragrant things that are put in the soup sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And, and things that might be considered unusual yeah. here. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, what is your favorite dessert? Ice cream. What flavor? Currently, mint chocolate chip, mm. especially if it's homemade spearmint. That, that is pretty delicious. I had some baklava today. It was dry. Uh, okay. What food do you think is disgusting? Um, uh, Marmite and Vegemite. <sighs> Describe those things. It's kind of a fermented spread. And uh, in... In I believe England, you, they just and and also Africa, which is the where I tasted it, um, you just spread it on bread. Uh, and when I tried it, they said just put a thin layer, and I thought it was more like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And so I spread it on there, and I, I kind of did it thin, but I was I was hungry, and I bit into it, and it was disgusting. <laughs> Don't they have it in Australia too, Vegemite? Yeah, uh, yes, they do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was it was disgusting, and all of the people who ate it on a regular basis laughed and laughed and laughed at me. <sighs> okay, if you could give your advice to yourself as a child, what would it be? I'm just going to stop you right there because um, any advice that I would have been given as a child, mm-hmm. I would not have listened to. <laughs> oh yeah, because I was that child. Ah, me too. I thought I already knew it all. Okay. When cheese gets okay. its picture taken, what does it say? 
can you ask me that question again? Because there is one thing I would I would tell my former self. <laughs> yes. In the hopes that I would listen, and okay. that is, take care of your back. Okay. Well, I'll ask it again, and then you can say that. Okay. If you could give advice to yourself as a child, what would it be? I would say, take care of your back and don't brush your teeth too hard. And That's interesting. And my child self would not listen, but I would still say it. Don't brush your teeth too hard. I've, I've never heard that one. Uh, it is it is true. Your gums will recede, and oh. it's not a good thing. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. When cheese gets its picture taken, what does it say? Munster. <laughs> yeah. Okay, final question. Are you ready? Yes. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? I would be able to speak all languages. Omnilingual. Mm. Omnilingual. But that includes all animal languages, too. So I'd be able to talk to dogs and cats and elephants and tigers and lions, but also all the languages. That would be my superpower. I would love it. It would be the most amazing thing ever. I don't know that you want to know what your cat's thinking. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But, yeah, you got me there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Miss Kim, for these entertaining and illuminating answers. You're welcome. We will now take a short break before coming back to hear your folktale. The time is now! Pioneer Library's Summer Learning Challenge is here! Read, complete activities, log your points to earn swag. With categories for children, teens, and adults, there is something for everyone. The Summer Learning Challenge ends August 15th, so visit pioneerlibrarysystem.org and use the My Learning link to sign up today. Welcome back to Folktale with Friends. I'm here with my guest, Miss Kim who will now share her folktale with us. So, Ms. Kim, where did you hear this story? Where is it from? Uh, I first read it a long time ago to a four-year-old I was taking care of. Her name was Emily, and it's called First Strawberries. And the version I read was by Joseph Bruchac. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with the story. I thought it was really sweet. Where is that from? Where does it originate? Um, it is a Cherokee legend. Oh. It's co- and I think the title is actually The First Strawberries, A Cherokee Legend. Okay, well, I am ready. Okay. Um, So, a long time ago, the creator created man and woman, and they lived very happily together. And one day, the husband went out hunting, and the woman was gathering flowers. And the husband came home, and he saw that dinner had not been cooked. And he was very angry. And... He said some very angry, angry things to the woman. And the woman had been gathering the flowers to share with her husband. And she didn't really like the way the husband had spoken to her. And she said, your words are not really nice. And I don't like them. And they hurt me. And I'm out. (laughs) And so she stomped off. And immediately the man was sad and sorry. And he started chasing after the woman. But she was really angry, and she was walking very fast, and he could not keep up with her. So he called out to her, but he didn't, she didn't hear. And he tried to catch up with her, and he couldn't because she was just too fast, and she was too angry. So the sun was up in the sky, 
And the son looked down at the man, and the son said, Man, are you sorry? And the man said, Yes, I am. He said, Are you still angry with the woman? And he said, No, I'm not. And so the son took pity on the man and decided to try and help. So the sun shone down on the ground, and blackberries appeared. But the woman was too angry, and she didn't even notice that they had appeared right there beside her. So the man was still chasing the woman, and the sun said, okay, okay, I'll try again. And so shone down on the ground, and up popped some blueberries. The woman was so angry, she did not even notice those blueberries. She just kept walking. The man is back there. He is chasing after her. He still can't catch up with her. So the sun tries again, shines down on the ground, and raspberries show up. Woman does not even see it. She is still in her anger. She is still stomping away. The man can't catch up. And the sun says, okay, I need to try something new, something that's never been seen before. I'm going to shine down there, and I'm going to create the most amazing fruit. And so the sun concentrates and shines down on the ground and right in front of the woman, beautiful, delicious, plump, red strawberries. And they're so fragrant and so beautiful that the woman stops. And she breathes in the strawberries and they smell so delicious that she thinks about her husband and she stops and she picks up a strawberry and tastes it. And it reminds her of how happy she was before they had their quarrel. And she gathers up some strawberries and the man finally catches up. And he says, I apologize. Those were mean words and I didn't mean them. And she answers by handing him some strawberries and sharing the strawberries. And to this day, uh, the Cherokee people eat the strawberries, and when they eat those, they are reminded to be, to be kind to one another and, um, and to use kind words. And that was the end of the story. Oh, that's a great story. Oh, I know. I love that story. It's a great story. Oh. So what, what do you think? What are some of the takeaways, takeaways from the story? What, where do you think the story came from? I, I don't know the answer to that. I, did, I, I think what appealed to me about it was just that, for one thing, you can sometimes you're, you're not at your best and you can quarrel, but you can also make up. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, liked, I, I guess I liked that the son was sort of helping, helping, helping his friend man out in finding the strawberries, and, the, and that the woman was forgiving about it. That when she, yeah. when she picked up the strawberries, she remembered, you know, he's not a bad guy, but he, he did mess up, but he, we, have, we have a good thing, and, and I want to share this, and we can forgive each other, and we can move forward from here. I like that first the son made sure that the guy was actually sorry. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I, after I told that part, I think he actually just asks, are you still mad? Okay. I think I might have added the sorry part, mm-hmm. but well, it's it the general like gist yeah. of it. He was definitely sorry. Well, good, as he should have been. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Kim, for sharing the story with me today. Um, so if 
you would like rewind okay so thank you so much for joining us today thank you for having me sure make sure to like subscribe and share our podcast and follow pioneer library system on social media if you want to reach out to us and share your thoughts on this folktale or share a different folktale you can reach us at podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.